Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's good, everybody? Welcome into the Early Edge MMA style. I am the coach. This is your daily sports betting brand of record. It doesn't matter the sport. We're going to be here just for you every single day live. Now, whenever you have a pay-per-view, I come from the world of the WWE. Everybody knows that. And the best fights are the real ones. The best fights are when each guy does not like each other. Former best friends, now mortal enemies. That's what we have this week. And we are here for Colby Covington, Jorge Masvidal, UFC 272, 10 p.m. Eastern for the main card, 7 p. or excuse me, 6 p.m. Eastern for the prelims. Oh, we've got a lot to get to. So let's bring in the star of the show. You know him live from New York City, Mr. Andrew Gambas. Andrew, good morning, sir. Coach, good morning. I'm so fired up for this card. It should be a great one. <laughs> what yep. in the hell is this? This I heard you. I heard you guys are talking fights today, so I wanted to come and chirp a little bit at you. Are you sure you're on the right show? Is this? The right I, show? I don't know. You, this is the MMA show, right? Yes. Well, I'm here. Oh, ladies and <clears throat> let me reset my mind, ladies and gentlemen. For those of you who don't watch the NFL, that don't watch the NBA. First of all, what are you doing? Second of all. <laughs> This is one of the greatest handicappers in the world. And he can do many, many sports. So I'm here for it. Andrew, are you cool if, if Alex joins us today? I, I'd be honored. <sighs> Unbelievable. I appreciate that, Andrew. What, what, I am honored to be here with you guys. Well, what's that shirt say, by, by, by the way? None other than the man himself, oh. <laughs> Mr. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, man. I love Coach, I've heard you've taken a few up. stunners in your day. I will go on record. As saying, I take the best stunner in the history of stunners. I don't care what The Rock says. Certainly, Vince took the worst. Vince couldn't take a stunner to save his life. Honorable mention to Lyndon McMahon. Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> so, Steve didn't want to do it, by the way. He didn't want to do that. But she was tough. She was tough. I love it. I love having, oh, I love talking about Stone Cold. All right. <clears throat> now, let's get into the board. I'm extra fired up as if I wasn't fired up before because this main event, I'm all about it. But let's jump right in. Dustin Jacoby, minus 200. Michael Oleg Dicic, plus 170. This is a light heavyweight matchup. This is the first fight of the night. It's right at 6 p.m. Eastern time. You got to make sure you're there. Andrew, start us off. 
Yeah, coach. So I love the under two and a half rounds here. Mikhail Oli Sajak comes out swinging. He's a berserker. He's looking to take your head off. Dustin Jacoby's more of a counter striker. So I think this matchup screams under. I think Mikhail is going to force a finish one way or the other. I think it's possible either guy knocks the other out. This fight's predominantly going to take take place on the feet. 205 pounds. Both these guys have the power to put one another out. Under two and a half. It's close to a pick. I'm, I'm not sure why. I love the under in this spot. There is nothing I like more than an opening knockout in the first round just to catch that ticket and get ready. Now, Troy in the chat says, prop stars with a stone cold shirt. Open up a can of whoop ass today. That's what he's getting ready to do right here, right now, because it's time for his first pick of the show. We're going to go Umar Nurmagomedov. And whenever you say that last name, you know that fighter is legit. Take it on Brian Kelleher. This is a big number, minus 650, featherweight fight, last fight on the early prelim card. Alex, talk to me. Yeah, I'm super excited to see uh, Umar Nurmagomedov fight 13-0, undefeated, obviously has the prestigious last name. Uh, he doesn't fight the same style as Khabib either. He's also he's a solid kickboxer, throws some very mean kicks. I also think he has a large submission edge on the ground. You mentioned he's a minus 650 favorite. Uh, I don't think there's any value, obviously, in that, but I do think there's a great chance that he's able to submit Kelleher. So I have him by submission at plus 175. I like that to happen in the second or third round. Oh, second or third round. You bring up a very, very interesting point because a lot of people come to the show, Alex, that are brand new to MMA betting. And there's so many different ways that you can bet on a fight. You can actually bet for a fight to end in a specific round. You can do that. Uh, it's not always profitable, <laughs> but it's something that you can do. All right. Great first pick for Alex. Now. We're going to stay with prop stars. Next fight, Jamie Malarkey, plus 135. Jalen Turner is the favorite coming back at minus 165. A lightweight fight on the prelim card. Alex, what do you got? Yeah, I'm excited about these fight, this fight. This is very two solid lightweights. I'm looking forward to it. I've got Malarkey to win this fight. Uh, Turner has shown some good improvement, has a like nice-looking jab. He's a tall southpaw. Uh, Malarkey is just not an easy matchup, in my opinion. He closes distance well, has really nice power. I love Malarkey as an underdog. I think it's a close fight, but I'm going Malarkey. I could see him getting off some body shots and what should be a competitive fight. Give me the dog. I'm taking Malarkey. Andrew, what are your thoughts on Malarkey? Yeah, I actually agree with that pick and was thinking about adding it myself um, later in the week as the line moves. But Malarkey has awesome durability, great cardio. And Jalen Turner, um, he's a bit of a fast starter, but I think Malarkey is going to slow him down late. And I, I think he could probably uh, win this fight in this, late in the second, early in the third, or even edge out a decision. So I, I think it's a great pick by Alex. Well, we got the backup from my man, Andrew. By the way, in the chat, Wild Drummond 12 says, it might be worth a sprinkle a little on Keller at those underdog odds. <sighs> Let me just tell you this. I did that last week with Brian, uh, with Green, okay? And you still lose. Even if the odds are long, you still lose the same amount of money. So it might be worth a sprinkle, yes. But there's a reason most of the time the odds are what they are when they're so wide. And we saw that last week in dramatic fashion in that main event. All right. This next fight. <clears throat> Excuse me. You both are on this fight. So I'm excited. Greg Hardy. He has been a lightning rod since leaving the NFL, coming to the UFC. I think a lot of people thought he would be a flash in the pan and he'd be gone. He has stuck it out. He hasn't always looked great, but he has stuck it out. And now he has been consistently fighting two, three times a year. 
He's the underdog, however. Plus 170. Sergey Spivak at minus 195. These are heavyweights. First fight on the main card is always supposed to be a banger. Andrew, start us off. Yeah, so I like Greg Hardy in this spot um, as an underdog. He's coming off a knockout loss to tie Tuivasa. In that fight, he hurt Tuivasa very badly and kind of rushed the finish and ended up getting knocked out himself. I think if he landed one more shot in that fight, that he wouldn't be this big of an underdog here. So I think it's a little bit of an overcorrection. Um, Hardy's the much bigger guy. He actually said he came into fight week weighing 291 pounds. And for those who don't know, the heavyweight limit is 266 pounds. So he's going to be the bigger man in that octagon. Gone. Um, no one's missed weight for heavyweight in the history of the UFC, but it's definitely worth keeping an eye on Greg Hardy's uh, weigh-in tomorrow morning. But yeah, much, much bigger, much more athletic. He's the better striker here. Spivak's going to have to get him to the ground, which is not going to be easy getting a 300-pound man with the um, athleticism and size of Greg Hardy down. I like Hardy as an underdog. I think he could get a knockout here. Um, and, and yeah, I definitely like him as an underdog. Oh, you said the word knockout. Alex? Yeah, I, I'm uh, totally with Andrew here. So I think it's spot on. I've got Hardy to win by KO at plus 300. I just have not been impressed by the, from the stand-up game from Spivak. Hardy has just incredible KO power, very heavy hands. Uh, Andrew mentioned he's improving every fight. Uh, Hardy does have minimal jiu-jitsu. I just don't think Spivak's going to be able to get the fight to the ground. Uh, I think Greg Hardy wins in a very advantageous stylistic matchup. I love the knockout prop here at plus 300. Very interesting. So you have Greg Hardy knockout. You have Greg Hardy to win as an underdog. Eric in the chat says Spivak is overrated. Hardy is strong and athletic. Well, you guys know here on this show that we don't always agree, right? That's the beauty of what we do. And sometimes your boy who's been doing UFC PFL for a long time. I don't agree with you. Jeweler, if you don't mind. All right, boys, here's the deal. I think Spivak's going to win, and I think he's going to win easy against Greg Hardy. So you both are on Greg Hardy, and I know the, the odds are what they are, and I'll pay the odds. Who wants a showdown with your boy right here, right now? Andrew, you're up first. Are you in or are you out? Oh, I'm in. Ooh, oh, I got one. Alex, now, before you, before you say anything, a few weeks ago, you publicly said, I will never enter into a showdown with the coach again. What does your mind say now? My mind says I was born in coach. I <laughs> want all the smoke. Let's go. He wants all the smoke. Now, I've got a lot on the line here. I have to play plus 170 if I lose. Plus 170 if I lose. All right. That's our first show. Did I say first showdown? Interesting. Very, very interesting. All right. Now, our next fight. And this one almost didn't happen for Rafael Dos Anjos. And he's kind of had some bad luck with his partners or fight opponents kind of dropping out or getting injured, whatever the case might be. So, Renato Moicano uh, steps in. He just fought a few weeks ago. Plus 150 is an underdog. Dos Anjos, who's looked really good the last couple of years, almost like a, a career resurgence. He's minus 160. This is the co-main event. They've decided it's going to be a catch weight at 160 because Mokano just took it on literally like five days notice. <clears throat> Where do I start? 
I think I'll start with Alex this time. Alex, what do you got, big boy? Uh, yeah, I'm buying the dog here. I like Hanato Moicano in this fight uh, at plus 150 odds, especially. Uh, Dos Anjos is an extremely well-rounded veteran, 37 years old. Uh, I mentioned this fight is at a catchway. I personally just feel Dos Anjos' best days are behind him. I was super impressed with Moicano last week coming off the win versus Alex Hernandez, who is a high-level black belt. I was uh, just very impressed in that fight. He took him down twice and submitted him he hung on the feet as well against hernandez uh obviously this is an incredibly quick turnaround but uh, you know subs- or adversely uh dos Anjos only has the same amount of time to prepare for my kino, so i just feel like some of that advantage is mitigated um both ways obviously my should be in great shape in this fight so yeah give me the dog here i think he's super live and a great value at plus 150 mr gambas what say you yeah, so um, just to give a little bit of background on this fight, Rafael Dos Anjos was scheduled to fight Rafael Fazayev a couple weeks ago. Fazayev had visa issues, so they pushed the fight back to March 5th. And then Rafael Fazayev pulled out of the fight um, due to COVID issues. And so Rafael Dos Anjos, props to him for just stepping up and fighting anyone. He's done it his whole career. He's fighting Hanato Moicano on a few days notice. Um, so yeah, just wanted to give him his props first. Um, and then I have to respectfully disagree with Alex here. I think, um, Rafael Dos Anjos is going to win this fight. I think he should be a more comfortable favorite. Tall ask on Moicano, right? He used to fly over to Vegas from Brazil. He just fought a couple weeks ago. So he took a little bit of damage in that fight. He has to cut weight all over again. I just think it's a tall order. Moicano used to fight at 145. Dos Anjos used to fight at 170. Um, Dos Anjos has fought a list of killers. He's fought um, Khabib Nurmagomedov, Kamaru Usman, Colby Covington. So those are some of the best guys at 55 and 70. Moicano coming up from 45. He's got a couple wins at 55 now, but I think this is too much for him. I think Dos Anjos is going to break him late and finish him later on in the championship rounds. Again, um, just another tidbit. This is five rounds, even though it's a co-main yeah. event. Typically, uh, co-main event spots aren't five rounds. I think five rounds favors uh, Dos Anjos, and I think he gets it done. Yeah, let's think about that for a second, because have you ever flown from L.A. to New York, just L.A. to New York? Usually it takes you a couple of days to kick that time difference, right? Well, Mokano flew all the way to Brazil, was on the ground for less than a day, turned around, came right back to Las Vegas. So imagine what his body is going to go through. I love Dos Anjos, too. And I would love to challenge Alex, but I'm not going to do that on this fight. I'm not going to do that on this fight, even though I love Dos Anjos as well. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it on this fight. Oh, I'm going to challenge Alex. Well, well, you know what you have to say then? You know what you have to say? What do you have to say? Alex, I challenge you to a showdown. Are no, you that's not what you said. No, 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 no. You say jeweler, hit the music, and then you jeweler, hit the music. you ask Alex Alex I got I hope I win this because that would be a bad look for me if you came on my show (laughs) let's go already yes it was I've got got tremendous respect for you Andrew but I cannot turn down a challenge I'm going to accept that challenge I also know I'm so confident that coach is going to be sending over uh, the showdown money from the Greg Hardy bet that you know if I get a little unlucky with Moicano I'll just send it right over to you Andrew so uh, I'm more than game for this wow I mean Awesome. That, that, that was that, that was almost an arrogant, dare I say, confident 
acceptance of the showdown, which tells me there is an opening for perhaps a second showdown. Jeweler, could you hit it one more time, please? It's gonna be a showdown. Alex, you walked into a hornet's nest this morning. Are you willing to take a second showdown on this fight from your boy? And I'll pay you plus 150. I'm going to have to tell my wife I was uh, not on this morning. If she sees this and I end up having to ship you guys all this money, she's not going to be happy. But yes, of course I am, coach. Let's go. We don't want mama prop stars to be upset with your boy. Tell her I still love her very, very much. So you guys, you guys are still in the wedding bliss. She's not going to be mad at you for this. Yeah. Yeah. I don't tell Crystal when I'm in these showdowns either. Uh, All right. God, this is so much fun today. All right. We've now arrived at the main event of the evening. Do you know that Buffer once sent me a cease and desist to ESPN? Because I would say it's time on SportsCenter. (laughs) Like out of respect for him. Bruce did, not Michael. Bruce. Bruce. Yeah, Bruce did. Bruce did. He's like, I want Coach to stop doing that. That's that. It's copyrighted. It happened. True story. He called, they called ESPN. I was like, okay, all right, no big deal. All right. Co-main event. I mentioned at the top of the show, when two guys hate each other, when two guys are former best friends, when two guys started a gym basically together, and that's what these two did at American Top Team, Colby Covington, Jorge Masvidal. Colby actually was roommates with Jorge Masvidal many, many years ago. A financial dispute caused them to walk away. And now for the first time ever, they're fighting each other at UFC 272 in one of the most anticipated main events in the history of the UFC. And that not overhyping it at all. Colby Covington is a heavy favorite minus 310. And it's been hovering around minus 325 at certain books. Jorge Masvidal, game bread, plus 270 as the underdog. Welterweights is what these are. They're fighting at 170. Andrew, let's start with you. Yeah, so super excited for this fight. A lot of times people talk about the implications of a fight. What does it mean for the division? Both these guys are coming off title fight losses. Throw all that out the window. Sometimes guys just want to fight. These two do not like each other. They used to be the best of friends. Now they're the worst enemies. So the the bad blood is real. I can't wait. Um, obviously, Colby Covington, a pretty big favorite here. I actually think that line's a little bit wide from a money line perspective. Colby has great pace, great cardio, great wrestling, but his top control is not that great. So Masvidal is going to be able to work back to his feet and over five rounds, he's going to have his chances on the feet to land a knockout shot. So I think the values on Jorge Masvidal at this price, although at the end of the day, I'm picking Colby to win. If it were a pick, I might be going with Colby at this big number. I'm going with Masvidal also from a money, from a money line versus an over under perspective. I think if you like the Covington side, Bet the over four and a half rounds, which I did as well. I played minus 137 on that. And if you like, um, again, if you like Colby Moneyline, minus 110 on the decision, much better than minus 350, minus 400 on the money line. So that means if Colby wins a decision, all you have to do is pay 110 to win 100. So I like the over four and a half. I like Masvidal Moneyline. I think you're covering your bases with, if you play both those bets because I really don't see Colby finishing this fight. You know what's funny is everything you said is dead on correct. I would say the exact same thing. Colin Coward yesterday, it's going viral all over social media. He did an interview with Dana White and he had all of his numbers wrong. He was like, we know they come out and they bang. It's going to be a short fight. We know Masvidal has won five straight fights. He said, did he not lose twice to Kamaru Usman? Did I miss those fights? It's crazy. I think Colin missed them. (laughs) Clearly. You got to watch shows where people know it. And I love Colin. He's one of my mentors 
on radio. He taught me radio, but you got to do your homework. You got to do or have someone do your homework for you at that level. His researcher should be fired. Okay. Especially when you're interviewing Dana White, when you're interviewing Dana White and you get all the stats wrong. All right. So you're leaning Masvidal because of the number. That's where the value is. But you think Covington will ultimately win this fight. So Alex, what do you think? Yeah, this is the classic uh, heart versus head kind of situation for me. I am rooting in my heart for Jorge Masvidal here. I love the guy. I think he's an amazing fighter. He's had an incredible career, uh, game bred, super durable. But uh, yeah, I just have to go with Colby Covington. In my opinion, if there was no Kamaru Usman, this guy would be one of the best pound. For, I mean, he already is one of the best pound for pound fighters, but he would be the welterweight king if Usman didn't exist. I think Covington is just an absolute animal, a machine. He's incredible. Stylistically, this is just such a tough matchup for Jorge, who kind of wears down as fights go on. Uh, Colby just brings a relentless pace, incredible cardio. He's just a grinder. I think Jorge is going to be competitive at moments, especially early in the fight. His best chance to win, in my opinion, is early in the fight. But I just think Colby's pace is relentless. He's eventually going to wear Jorge down. The volume striking the output from Colby is just too much. Uh, Jorge, I believe, is getting up there as well, 37 years old. Uh, I just think this is such a tough matchup for Jorge. So I'm going with Covington here. You just, you just hit like four or five little nuggets that are so important that sometimes we overlook. I mean, they've been friends for like 12 or 13 years, so that does make them into their 30s. At some point, you start to go on the other side of your prime. You also said he's a grinder. Colby Covington was an all-American wrestler in college because of all the hype and everything that he does. You forget just how great of a fighter he is, but that's why I said Colby Covington aside from Mr. Uh, who's that guy from Usman. Ireland? Uh, the, the left-handed guy from Ireland who loves to sell proper whiskey. He's the best promoter in the UFC. Colby Covington is the second best promoter of his own fights in the UFC. He does it so well that people truly believe that's who he is. And coming from a WWE background, that's the magic when you can do that and make people believe that's who you are. Pay the $59.99 and get it done. But this is going to be a grinder. I believe two things could happen. Either they're going to come out and just start swinging right away and then settle in. So if a knockout doesn't happen in the first round, this thing's going all the way to a decision. So I'm going to give one official pick for myself on this show. I think it's the first time I've ever done this. I'm going to go Covington by decision. Minus 115. Colby Covington by decision. Minus 115. He is going to wear down Masvidal. He is going to grind on Masvidal. And he is going to dominate Masvidal. And I really think Masvidal should go down to 155, to be honest with you. I just think he's too small at 170 for Colby, for Kamara, for a lot of these guys. I just think he is. What a great show. You guys did an amazing job today. And I can't wait for these freaking showdowns on Saturday night. All right, we're up against it. Grab your paper. Grab your pencil. Here is the recap, courtesy of the jeweler. And Mr. Gombus has three plays the under in the very first fight. Greg Hardy, plus 170. Of course, we got a showdown on that. And then Rafael Dos Anjos, I'm also on him as well. Then Alex, prop stars. He's got four big plays on the show. Namaga Madoff by submission, plus 175. I love those numbers. Malarkey, plus 135. Greg Hardy by KO. Of course, we got all the smoke on that one. And then Renato Moicano. Can he shock the world? And can Alex shock me and Andrew and beat us both in a showdown? That begs the question. So we got a lot of things to root for, a lot of things to pay attention to. We'll be active on Saturday 
follow Andrew, follow Alex as we watch together, kind of a semi-watch party. And I may or may not be at a Garth Brooks concert Saturday night watching on my phone. My, my, that might happen. That might happen. All right. I love doing this so much. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it too. There's only one thing left to do, and I believe you all know what that is. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these UFC 272 tickets straight to the pay window. My entire crew, love them all. My man Gambas, my man Prop Stars. I am the coach. It doesn't matter the sport, the day, whenever. We're here for you on the early edge. Good luck. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.